but not all assets are created equal. For instance, some assets, my hopefully my retirement account, my business, the real estate, that hopefully will provide a future benefit um, versus this this computer it's providing a benefit as in it's working and i use it and it's amazing but it's it's not necessarily going to grow in value in itself now that, that that's what's important about this whole process is a computer might be the thing that you need to invest your money in not for the value of the computer but for all the things that will come from having that This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Where should you invest your money? We're going to be talking about this and answering this on today's Better Wealth show. And this is the most popular question that I've gotten since starting Better Wealth. And we've talked about this with people and I've talked about this with other people on my show. But I'm going to take you through the process. We call this the asset analyzer process and how we coach clients and people every day on how to make decisions on should you do this real estate property? Should you invest in yourself? Should you start this business? Should you do this investment? Should you do that? And it's really one of those things where I'm not going to tell you, quote unquote, this is what you should invest in, but I'm going to take you through the process that if you understand, you'll not only need me, you won't need me at all, but you'll be able to understand how to analyze certain things and really get clear on putting your money and your time and your abilities towards things that you really value. If this is the first time listening to the Better Wealth Podcast, welcome. My whole goal is simple. I want to unlock intentional living by helping people figure out their money and show up more powerfully. And it's really fun when you get this money thing figured out, when you have clarity and understand what you're working towards, a lot of good things happen. And this episode is really going to be the first of many on this asset-based activity or asset analyzer channel or, or series because I've just gotten this question so much that we're going to then, when I when I walk you through the process, we're then going to look at a 401k. We're then going to look at a Roth IRA. We're then going to look at real estate. We're then going to look at life insurance. We're then going to look at annuities. And we're going to walk through the pros and cons using this process. Because if there's one thing that I'm very adamant about is there's no such thing as a bad investment. There's no such thing as a bad thing. I think a lot of times we've boiled down where we are in just the world by saying, oh, this is good, this is bad. And it just reminds me when I'm back in school studying for a test, I, I memorize something for a test and then forget it. And we wonder why we're not winning. We're wondering why we're getting poorer as a, as a country is, is just the people that really understand what's going on are winning. And then the people that don't are, are jumping into the newest, newest thing that everyone's talking about and they don't have any they don't have any process of making a decision. And so with that, I'm going to try to make this as simple as possible because I want this to be the video that you go back to when you have questions about what you should be doing with your money and hopefully hopefully that this will this will be the non-coaching episode that will give you a little bit of coaching and what we do day in and day out. So so the four things that we're going to talk about is number one, you need to have clarity. Number two, we need to identify what an asset actually is, the definition. Number three is we need to uh, figure out what outcomes we want. And number four, we're going to look at the 11 attributes to a perfect investment. The 11 attributes of if a perfect investment or asset existed, this is what it would it would have in it. And the reason why we're doing that is then we are going to Really, when we understand clarity, we understand what an asset is, outcomes, and we understand the 11 benefits, that's all we need to really craft the, what, what's important to us. Because we're going to take those 11 attributes and, and, and we're going to rank them 
depending on what we really want, what outcomes we want, and be able to make the right decision based on those attributes back to you, not not to what I want for you, not to what your parents want to you, not to what your coworkers want for you, what you want for you, okay? So number one, clarity. I have a lot of conversations about this. I have a lot of episodes about this. Essentially, clarity is what would you do if money wasn't an issue? Um, I talk about this quote a lot, but if you don't know where you want to go, any road will get you there. Most people are walking through life, investing in life, not having any desire or any knowledge or any clue where they want to go. And so no wonder they, they're spinning their wheels or they're feeling like they're on a treadmill. And so if money wasn't an issue at all, what would you be doing? What is that deep fulfilling thing that, that you want to be spending your time on? This could spend, you could take, you could take a, you know, two, three weeks, three years, 30 years trying to figure this out. Had people come through a program and this is, man, I wish I would have known this 20 years ago because my life would have looked totally different. And so clarity is so important. And our, that's why our first meeting at Better Wealth is a clarity meeting because we don't want to move forward if we don't know what's important. With We talk about the ROR statement. The ROR statement is essentially return on result. Once we have clarity, then we can get really clear on the results that we want. Number two is we need to identify what an asset is. I've actually pulled up the Investopedia definition of an asset. And Investopedia says an asset is a resource with an economic value that an individual corporation or country owns or controls with the expectation that it will provide a future benefit, that providing a future benefit is key. And then another definition is an assets are reported as a company's balance sheet that are brought or created to increase a firm's value or benefit to an operation. So in other words, if you're looking at net worth, an asset is that thing of value. So you could say that this this computer is an asset, this microphone is an asset, my retirement account is an asset, my car is an asset, but not all assets are created equal. For instance, some assets like my, hopefully my retirement account, my business, the real estate, that hopefully will provide a future benefit um, versus this this computer, it's providing a benefit as in it's working and I use it and it's amazing, but it's not necessarily going to grow in value in itself. Now, that, that that's what's important about this whole process is a computer might be the thing that you need to invest your money in, not for the value of the computer, but for all the things that will come from having that. Okay, we're getting we're getting deep, but it's it's important that we just understand what an asset is. Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad Poor Dad, talks about an asset as simply anything that puts money in your pocket. And he goes on to say a liability is anything that takes money out of your pocket. And he says the big mistake is that the poor and middle class people are spending their lives buying liabilities instead of assets. It's so true. So true. And if we could just if we could just take a step back and say, am I the person that's drawn to wanting to spend my time and money in, in investing in things and in activities with people that help me get closer to where I want to go? Or are they pushing me farther from where I want to go? Which leads me to my academic definition of an asset. And it's essentially an asset helps you live more intentionally. At least I'm consistent, okay? But a question that you could ask, is this activity, is this thing that you're investing in getting you closer to where you want to go? How can you answer that? You need to have clarity first. If you have clarity on where you want to go, that's an easier question to answer. Which leads me to the third question that you should be answering. So number one, what's your why? That could take forever, but really important to have clarity on what's really important to you. Number two, we need to identify what, what is an asset. And an asset is anything that you do such by doing that helps you get closer to where you want to go, which it opens up a massive list of things. But then number three is what outcome do you want? What outcome do you want for this? You might be nearing retirement. 
I don't love that word, but you might be nearing this time of leaving work and you want to be putting your time and money into thing that will take all your money that you've worked so hard and turn it into cash flow, turn it into certainty, turn it into whatever that is. So you might be sitting here and saying, my outcome to live my why is to not have to worry about retirement by creating more cash flow or more retirement income. Your outcome might be legacy. I want to do X, Y, and Z with my time and money to create legacy. Your outcome might be to grow your wealth. I want to grow my $100 into $10 million such by doing that I will be able to get closer to your why. So your outcome has to event, has to take you and help you live your why. But the reason why we have outcome and don't just go straight back to your your clarity is, is sometimes it's like, okay, I want to spend more time with family. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better X, Y, or Z. Like this is what's really going to fulfill me. It might be hard to say like, how is investing in real estate helping me live that? But that real estate might create cash flow and that cash flow might be able to create freedom, which may able to create. So you, the outcome is like, what, what do you actually want? What are you hoping to gain from this activity? When we go through in the series, when we go through 401k, real estate, life insurance, whatever, really the outcome is the important thing. And the outcome is really why the 11 ideal attributes matter is because it really depends on like what do you actually want people are people want different things and that's why we got to be careful not to just take blanket advice from the internet to say one thing is good or one thing is bad so number one clarity number two what is an asset number three what outcome do i want and it needs to really be clear with how that enhances your why and number four we're going to get to the best part which is the attributes of a perfect asset. Now, again, asset, anything of value that gives you future benefit or gets you closer to intentional living. And this literally could be at this point, anything. And again, we're going to walk through in different videos, examples of this, but I'm going to take you through 11. There's probably more. Think through for you. What I want you to be thinking is I want you to truly seek first to understand the definition what I mean by what I say by these 11 attributes, I want you to think, is there anything else that I'm missing? And then the last thing that we're going to do is we're going to categorize or order by what we prioritize most. And that's the most important thing. Okay. It's not necessarily what I prioritize it's what you prioritize based on the outcome that you want. And so the, the first question I would say that, that goes to any asset, and these are not even, these are not going into the benefits, but the first question that you should really ask is, when you get in, I'll just use real estate as an example. When you are investing in real estate, are you experienced with that? Do you know what you're doing or did you just read Robert Kiyosaki's book and say, oh, I'm going to do real estate investing? So the question is, do you have experience? Do you have confidence? Do you have a track record in this thing that you do? That is, that is important no matter what you do, that's an important question to answer. And these don't really go into the 11 attributes, but you know, I'm going to talk about certain things like low risk. And, and low risk is there's no such thing as like no risk. And so you could look at an activity and, and for some people, business could be the most risky thing that they do. For others, it might be one of the non-risky things because they know what they're doing. So that's just a little bit of context to ask yourself no matter what you start investing yourself your money in. And that also, a lot of people get themselves in trouble by saying certain things are bad when there's some people that are killing it in that space, like trading stocks and options, where others would lose a lot of money because, because they have no experience. And so with that said, number one is safe. And I also put in a bracket low risk. 
And, and the definition is your money suffers little to no risk of loss. Again, when that's, that's attribute number one to a perfect asset. If you had a perfect asset, you would have low to no risk. Okay. Number two is liquidity. And I, in brackets next to liquidity, talk about control. This one's really important to me. And the definition is your money is accessible either for emergencies or for opportunities. So liquidity is number two. Number three is growth. This is the thing that I think a lot of people focus on when it comes to investing. This is where I think Wall Street wants your number one attribute to be. But growth, the definition of that is your money multiplies at a comp competitive rate of return. Okay, so when you're, remember, when you're analyzing an asset, safety, number one, liquidity, number two, growth, number three. Now, those three could be the top, the top three quick, if you needed to make a quick decision, those might be the quick three to be like, okay, is this liquid? Am I taking a lot of risk? Is there an opportunity for this to grow? Usually, the higher growth play assets, you trade, you're trading safety and liquidity, but that's not always true. Number four is passive cash flow. This would be Robert Kiyosaki's number one, but passive cash flow is your money produces income on its own. Number five is leverageable. You can use your money as collateral. This, this one could be a really big one. I don't see a lot of people talking about it, but leverageable is number five. Number six is private. And this is how I'm defining private. Your money grows without restrictions and has creditor protection. So can the government change this asset by a stroke of the pen? Is there's a difference between contract law and tax law and you know that we we're in very uncertain times. And if you got sued, can the can the creditors come after your money? Okay. So that's that's a benefit. It, it for some people they they might really value that. We have some clients that that's the number one thing, and we have other clients that are not super concerned with that. Number seven is tax deductible. So by you, you putting your money into that, you can subtract any money from your taxable income. So the most common asset that this is IRAs and 401ks are tax deductible, meaning the contributions that you put in towards that investment, you get to take off your income. And in and, 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 and most cases, you get to pay less taxes because of that activity. Number eight is, is gross tax-free. So in a perfect asset, your money would, would grow without paying taxes, which is a huge benefit. Number nine is tax-free distribution. You can still access your money without paying taxes on it. For me, this one is really important because I have a, a fundamental belief that taxes are going to be higher in the future. And so again, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but this is where this is a value that I have and you can tell by how I use my money. Number 10 is protection and legacy. It and so the, the definition is it provides for you in an event of a tragedy and is self-completing. So I like the word self-completing because this is this is very much life insurance is a self-completing. If you something happens to you in, in in between you right now and your goals, there's there's many like it will self-complete, which is a benefit, and you may or may not care about that. And number eleven no contribution limits. And this just goes back to in a perfect asset, you, you should be able to put as much money in as possible. 401ks, Ross have limits to, can you even qualify for this and how much money you can put in? So here's, here's the deal. And if you're watching this on YouTube in the description, all 11 attributes with the definition will be in there. And, and remember, again, we, we have this desire to go right to the list. I love lists, but what's important to you, like get really clear in your ROR statement, what, what results you really want out of life, what an asset is, start identifying what assets are even out there. Number, number three, what outcome do you want? Do you, do you want, I mean, yeah, I could just, we're going to go into more videos and, and talk about 
the outcomes. And then, and then number 11 is, or sorry, number four is the 11 attributes to a perfect investment or perfect asset and start, start ranking them on what's most important. So for instance, some of the things that are really important to me is the liquidity and control. Like if I'm going to put my money into something, I want to create, I want it to be liquid and control. Why? Is because I know that myself, like I've identified that myself is my greatest asset business. What we're doing is going to help me live out my why way more than any, any investment. And so what, where, where I put my money is I want to put it in a place that I have control over it because by control equals all the things that I, that I have gotten clear on over my life. So that's an example that would, that would be high on my list. So you're not going to see me investing my money into things that I lose liquidity and control unless it's that, unless it's that a business or, or something else. So that, that's, that's up there that the tax-free distribution, like I just have a fundamental belief that taxes are going to be higher in the future. And if that's the case, I, I would much rather pay taxes now and, and shield myself from paying an unknown tax rate and an unknown threshold at an unknown date. That's, that's, and, and I've talked to other people that are in high tax bracket and they, they believe the exact opposite. They don't believe that taxes are going to be higher. And so they would, they would highlight tax deductible as maybe being more important than tax free so that they can have tax savings today. Growth, the, the idea of growth and, and being able to leverage is interesting because now you're, you're able to do multiple things with your dollar. Another one, safety, it just goes back to, it just for me, if, yeah, I, yeah, I could talk a lot here, but like safety doesn't, like I value it in some areas, but in other areas, I will, I would, that would be lower on my list. I've talked to many people nearing retirement and one of the top things that they need to be worried about is having an overall safe and low risk plan because they've spent their whole life building something. Last thing they want to do is lose it. So look at the 11 benefits, really identify which ones are more important and that should really tie back into core value, your, your outcomes, which is really close to your values, which ultimately gets you closer to your why. So Again, I'm so excited for you to be a part of the Asset Analyzer series. This is really the what we do, walking people through what you should, how you make decisions with your money. And again, there's no right or wrong answer, but this is the process and how to make a decision. And I hope this has gained clarity. So if this has, you're watching this on YouTube, I would love if you took two, two minutes out of your day to like this video, leave a comment, and to share it with someone that needs to hear this message. We're trying to help as many people live intentionally by helping them figure out their money. So with that, go out, live intentionally, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.